Welcome to the New Man Podcast, a show for brave men to experience freedom in their faith, sexuality, and relationships. The goal? goal? To provide practical tools and timeless principles that help you become the man you were made to be. And now, your host, Sathya Sam. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here, and welcome to the New Man Podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I am really looking forward to getting into this very unique episode that I have titled Getting Your Your Lumberjack On, aka How to Deal with Morning Wood. Hopefully you caught the connection there. Kind of, that's like pun-y, pun-ish, you know, uh, nothing amazing, but uh, I do what I can here, try to keep it discreet, uh, but you know, um, direct as well. So anyway, that's what we're getting into, but um, I wanted to mention two things here just off the cuff before I start recording. Number one, if you noticed that the sound quality is just slightly better, there's just a little bit less of a of reverb or echo in the room, that is because I am currently recording my audiobook, and I have had to make my office into a proper soundproof studio. So my sound is better than normal. Unfortunately, it's kind of makeshift. So like lots of like pillows and blankets and stacks of curtains and just, you know, it, it's a look that's not really sustainable long term. But, um, but I thought, hey, I might as well seize the opportunity here while I have the chance. So that's kind of where I'm at. And um, recording the audiobook is pretty fun. If I, I don't know if any of you guys have written books or done stuff like that. But the one thing I'll just say is like, the whole proofreading thing is endless. So we've done five rounds of editing. And, you know, we have like a, a version of the manuscript that everyone's happy with. And then I'm doing the audiobook and I've signed off on the manuscript. So like it's done. And as I'm reading the audio, um, there's three places now where I caught typos. And I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> so anyways, there's still time to fix them, thank God. But it's a bit of a thankless, endless process. So anyway, um, I said there were two things, but I think I lied. I think there's only one. That, that was it. I'm doing an audiobook. It's exciting. And that's why the sound quality is a little bit better than today. Anyway, let's talk about the really important things, which is, uh, you know, how to deal with morning wood. So here's the thing. Like, we can just talk about this because it's guy talk and it could be helpful, um, you know, just in general to understand what's going on when you have this experience and what can you do about it and, you know, yada, yada, yada. I guess for me, the reason this subject has come up is because when you are trying to get free of porn, especially in the early stages where you're you're trying not to think about it, but, you know, if let's say you struggle daily and you go three days, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm free of porn. Like, I'm, I'm clean. Three days, I made it. I made it. It's, it's, this is it. And, you know, you, you, can, you can get ahead of yourself really quickly. And then what you find is that it doesn't take much before you're back where you started, you know. And it, do, it really does not take much. Like, an attractive girl. Or uh, you just kind of get randomly aroused. Or sometimes it's things like you wake up with morning wood. And in some ways, you know, you're halfway there, right? Like, you, you're erect already. So why not just complete the transaction, so to speak. And I think it, it trips a lot of guys up because it, it just, it, again, it's, it's a one more degree of convenience to engage in that kind of activity. And when our brains are seeking a sexual release, convenience and, and ease, all of those things make them 
more likely. That, that's the whole reason that porn is a problem in the first place. It's the digitization of pornography that has made it so accessible and has basically reduced the barriers of entry, the barriers to access that kind of content. And so our brains love that inherently. And if we don't condition them or we don't guard against those tendencies, then something like a morning erection can actually be a really triggering experience and it can undo a lot of good work that gets done during the day. So that was the inspiration for this episode. And I I think you're going to find it quite helpful if you've dealt with it in any capacity, which pretty much every guy who has gone through puberty has. Okay, uh, for starters, let's talk with let's talk about a little science around this. Okay, the formal term for morning wood, you ready? Is nocturnal penile tumescence. That's right, nocturnal penile tumescence. And uh, if you're wondering what tumescence means, let me tell you, tumescence means swollen or becoming swollen, and typically it's it's used in a sexual context. So um, that is kind of the the gist of, of well, that's the scientific term. But it, it does actually kind of give you an idea of what's going on, right? Now, um, to just get a little bit more granular on the scientific level, um, really all an erection is, it is just blood flow to that region of your body. And the, the penis is made of what they call spongy tissue, spongy tissue that can expand and obviously deflate. And so it really, it's it's just a matter of blood flow. And when people experience erectile dysfunction, which is a subject that we will talk about on this podcast uh, a little bit later on, I have a specialist that, that I'm going to get on to do an interview and talk about it. He's a good friend of mine. Um, but what happens when you deal with, you know, any kind of uh, malfunction in this area it is usually because you are not getting blood flow for one reason or another. It could be physiological, psychological, and whatever whatever else. And I've actually had my own experiences with erectile dysfunction, which I, I will share about probably uh, maybe in that interview. And if we don't get into it on the interview, then I'll just do a separate episode about it. But it's that's a really scary experience. But anyways, I'm, I'm going to digress here. I don't want to get too distracted because um, actually we're talking about the complete opposite, which is uh, sort of unwanted or unplanned erections. Um Anyway, all it's to say is it is blood flow, okay? It's blood flow to that region, um, which hopefully, if you see it through that lens, it should make you realize that actually it doesn't mean a lot. Like, I think sometimes we we worry that, uh, or we, we, we're always trying to make sense of what goes on in our body. Let me put it that way. So when you have these uh, unwanted arousals or you have these experiences that are kind of alarming, if you aren't educated or informed on the subject, sometimes you will ascribe meaning to a situation inappropriately. So it's like, oh, like I'm such a horn dog. I always wake up with morning wood. It's like, no, it's just, it's it's a physical response. It's it's actually something that's, there's something going on physiologically, but, which we're going to get into in a minute. But it you don't have to draw those crazy conclusions about you. You're not some horn dog just because you have morning wood every once in a while. So um, anyway, so it, it's it's just helpful to get educated a little bit. Same on the spiritual front, you know, like I, I think sometimes uh, spiritual people can be the worst for this stuff where it's like we ascribe meaning inappropriately to just natural phenomenon and in the process, we basically disable ourselves from addressing the issue or the situation correctly. So if you if you think that, 
uh, again, this I'm being a bit dramatic now, but if you think like it's some spiritual attack, like you waking up with morning wood, um, then you're going to go wage war with the devil when actually what caused this thing was just something physiological. So you're kind of wasting your energy trying to wage war with the devil, which is exactly what he wants anyways. He wants you to use up your resources on things that don't matter so that you're not using them for the things that do. So anyway, all to say is getting informed on this stuff can be really helpful. So here's, um, here's the deal. When you experience morning wood, um, usually it is the result of hormones. In, in its easiest, most simplest explanation, it is generally hormonal. Your testosterone level can be very high in the morning. That is like healthy male physiology. And so testosterone, t- pardon me, testosterone is likely to at least induce or encourage arousal in the morning. And I don't know exactly why, and I, I don't even know if research uh, has discovered why exactly, but when you wake up from rapid eye movement, that's like the REM sleep, the really good stage of sleep, um, that is when testosterone is particularly high. So it's not like physical stimulation, it's not psychological stimulation, like you had a dream that was a bit more sexual, it's just hormones. And that is usually the number one reason why you experience morning wood, or NPT, which is short for nocturnal penile tumescence. Um, another thing could be a uh, physical stimulation. So um, this might be like you, if you sleep in such a way that it's, um, I, I don't know, that there's just a little bit more contact with that part of the body, uh, then that could that could contribute to some arousal. And then of course there's psychological stimulation as well, and that's where you have dreams that are a bit more arousing. So there's there's a physiological component, a psychological component to this, and I, I guess a hormonal component that all contribute. But the thing you have to remember is that you're not responsible for any of these. At least you you can't control them directly or volunteering. Uh, sorry, voluntarily. That's the word. So um, it's nothing to be alarmed about. Again, be very careful about the conclusions you draw from it. Um, because usually what you'll find is that this is much more physiology than physiology than anything else. And I encourage my guys, I actually just got off a call um, with one of my groups and, you know, we have a couple guys who are just crushing it. You know, they've, they're on uh, week five, week six, week seven uh, of being free and, and really noticing a dramatic change in their mental health, emotional health, um, their relationships, everything. It's really cool to see. And one of the things that I remind them is that, if you don't pay attention to your physiology when you're undergoing these changes, um, then actually you can be caught off guard and, and you can slip very quickly because usually when you when you hit about three weeks of freedom, so three weeks without an erection, uh, sorry, not without an erection, without watching porn, without masturbation, then usually what happens at about three weeks is your body starts to go crazy and your sex drive just goes through the roof. Two weeks, three weeks, somewhere in there. Because your body is like, no, 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 no. Like, this was okay for... We could go two weeks. That's fine. You can do your little experiment. But no, no, no. We we need to do what we normally do. This is how we get by in life. And so your, your brain does not know how to act. So it really makes a push. And then usually once you get past that, that's a very challenging part of the recovery phase, the recovery process. Once you get past that, then your brain actually goes to the complete opposite. So it says, oh, okay, well, I guess that's just not a thing anymore. Guess we're not doing that. And so it, it really scales down. And um, it's just, it, it's interesting because I think um, 
if you're if you're not aware of what's going on, again, you just you won't understand why this is happening. And when you're, um, the, uh, sorry, this is what I was actually going to say. When you're, when the guys are getting super aroused, you know, because their sex drive is super high, because their brain is kind of freaking out and trying to make things happen, you'll get a lot of wet dreams and morning wood and all that kind of stuff. So, um, in addition to just some of the regular daily rhythms, um, the cir- their circadian rhythms really, which uh, secrete testosterone at certain points in the night and whatever else. Your sex drive also plays a role into this. So if you're not sexually active, you actually probably have a better fight against morning wood uh, just because in some ways your your options are fewer. If you are sexually active, you know, you're married or whatever else, um, you know, then you have to be just a little bit more careful um, and just understand that, you know, well, yeah, you still have to just ask yourself how you're going to handle morning wood when it comes up. So anyway, uh, that is that is sort of um, the, the gist of what causes morning wood and how it came about and everything else. Now, let's just talk about a few really practical things you can do if you're dealing with this on a regular basis. Now, I, I should say uh, that, again, based on my research, which was not extensive, but I, I did it a little bit, um, when you experience or... Uh, let me put it this way. We don't really know tons about morning wood. Like there's there's not a lot of understanding about what's going on physiologically. I've shared the gist and I've shared some general patterns. These are not research-backed patterns. So if you're like, uh, Sathya, my experience is the complete opposite of what you're saying, bro, then I apologize. Um, these are just general patterns. They're not going to be fully accurate, but hopefully they give you some guardrails or at least a bit of a guidance if you're experiencing anything along these lines. Now, some things you can do. So you wake up in the morning, and of course, if you experience morning wood, it is the first thing you're aware of. Like it's amazing how in tune we are with those parts of ourselves. So the first thing you want to do is take a deep breath. <sighs> Just a deep breath. Number two is get up. So no, don't get it up. Get up, as in get out of the bed. Get out of the bed and start walking. And the reason is because remember, erections are blood flow. So when you start walking, your blood is going to distribute to other parts of your body. And you'll notice a shift pretty quickly. Third thing to be aware of is your environment. So again, especially if you're in a place where you're just a bit more vulnerable. So you're, uh, you know, you're just, you're slipping on a regular basis. Um, you, you are you're not experiencing any degree of freedom at this point or or a small degree of freedom rather. Um, If that is the case, then be very careful about what you do in the mornings, especially right off the bat. Like whatever you do, don't pick up your phone for sure because your phone is going to just be way too stimulating. And if you already kind of have the testosterone levels high, then you're going to be more prone to engaging with things that probably aren't that great for you on your phone. So I'd stay away from your phone and I'd be, again, just very careful about where you go next. I would go somewhere where you are, um, you're able to just uh, relax the brain and probably focus on something else. So like, I to be honest, I don't get morning wood a ton. Um, it kind of comes and goes depending on the season. So that's what I mean. Like, And I, I don't have an explanation for that. And as far as I know, there's there's not tons of science behind this either. Um or it's not fully understood. That's a better way to say it. But all I know is that when those happen, when that happens, I usually get up, I go to the bathroom, and then I go to a window 
um, not to like flaunt my stuff, uh, a window where I'm maybe only visible from the neck up, but it's just so that I can look outside. It gives me, gives me something else to look at and it really does not take long. So that, those are some of my tips. Those are some things that you can do. Um, like I said, this is not something we spend tons of time on because the research is not super strong, but it's one of those things that can be really triggering. And if you have a few strategies in place on how you want to deal with it can go a long way. Now, I will also encourage you to do something very similar to when you experience other forms of arousal, uh, like attraction to somebody, um, you know, walking down the streets or whatever else it might be, where you just catch yourself aroused. It's a great opportunity to bring God in. And it's very counterintuitive because especially if you grew up in, um, you know, maybe a religious environment that shamed sexuality and anything related to it, which we're actually going to talk about that in a very, uh, a, an episode that is in the very near future. Um, but if you, if you kind of have that shame around it, the last thing you want to do is bring God in because you're, we're kind of scared of like, what's God going to think? What's he going to say? I don't want God to see this. He sees it all anyway. So good luck hiding anything from God ever. But um, the, the value of bringing God into it and just saying, okay, God, I invite you into this. Thank you uh, for giving me a body that actually works properly. Um, you know, like little things like that really reframe your perceptions around what's going on. And usually it will dissipate the arousal itself as well because your, your focus is beginning to shift. And so I suppose if I was really going to summarize how to handle morning wood, it would simply be change your focus. Find a new thing to focus on. And um, that that just works wonders. The more that you focus on the arousal itself, the bigger the problem it will become. And I that wasn't meant to be punny, but it kind of was. Anyway, um, I think that's everything for today. This is a hilarious episode. It's funny talking about uh, something as like kind of private as Morningwood so blatantly and candidly. So I hope this was okay for you guys. And I hope it helps for those of you who maybe have dealt with it before, um, you know, dealt with it. It's not like it's some terrible disease that you're experiencing. But, you know, it, it can be frustrating when you're trying to get free and then you have these really triggering experiences. So I hope I hope it's useful. Um and I would encourage you to do some research of your own. There are blogs and stuff out there. And like I said, they don't they don't really fully understand the physiological mechanisms behind some of these things. But there's some there's some good resources out there. And maybe I'll put one or two in the show notes here that'll uh, give you a little bit of a, you know, a springboard if you want to find out more. So, hey, thank you guys so much for listening. I, I really appreciate it. And I'm, I love podcasting. I just think it's so much fun. It's been really fun connecting with you guys. And a big thanks to those of you who are leaving comments, um, whether you're messaging me directly or you're leaving reviews on your platforms. I really appreciate it. It helps me tremendously. And I'm just very thankful to be doing this. So much love to you guys. Have an amazing day and we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The New Man Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, you can share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest, please sign up for the weekly newsletter at www.sathiasam.com or follow on Instagram at Sam. Thanks again and see you next time.